We are Cornerstone Deliverance Church under the leadership of our very own Apostle Asia Francis, our founder and overseer. We are located at 323 Post Avenue in Westbury, New York, 11590. This is our sold-out Sunday school. We invite you to join us on today. I'm your host, Mother Marie Roberts, and we welcome you to just have a good time in the Lord. Make this your safe place in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for we never have to wonder about our unconditional love for us because you have proved it by making us your child. Thank you that you weep when we weep and you are always for us. We declare that we are going to live sincerely knowing that you love us. Remember everyone on the line today, God. Let them have a good time and enjoy you on today, God. Remember our pastor, Apostle Asia Francis and Elder Francis, Father, and your son Jesus' name, amen. The lesson today is learning contentment. This is such a good lesson. It blends right into what Apostle preached on today. She preached, what is your motive? The golden text is rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Philippians 4 and 4. Will anyone volunteer to read the scripture on today? It's coming from Philippians 4, 4. It's mm-hmm. coming from Philippians 4 and 4 down to 18. I can read it. You sure? Because I got your text. Yeah. Okay, amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thanks for the gift. Um, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know that it is to be in need, and I know I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. 
Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. But even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Amen. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, they are a fragrant offering and acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. You said to 18, right? Yes, thank you, Pastor Nakia. Amen. And the word is blessed. Amen. Today's aim, to explore a passage that revealed the joy of serving Jesus. Principle, to teach that Christians have great potential for joy regarding, regardless of their circumstances. Application, to help students see many positive aspects of life in Christ Jesus. Many people live under a cloud of negativity. Some of these sour people happen to be Christian. The Apostle Paul was not like that. He often lived under negative circumstances, but he had learned the secret of rejoicing in the Lord. Positive command. Philippians 4 and 4. List the positive command that Paul gave in these verses. Note that his first command is repeated for emphasize, supply the class members with a dictionary definition of the word rejoice. Explain what Paul meant when he told his readers, let your motivation be known unto all men. Positive Christians are patient and forbidding. Ask volunteers to share brief testimonies of unexplainable peace from their own experience. Rejoice is extremely difficult for people who spend a lot of time dwelling on negative. Unseemly things list the positive food for thought that Paul emergerated in verse 8, researched the original meaning of each word. Discuss why this verse is so vertical, important for Christians. Read the account of Paul and Silas' experience in Philippians in 8, 16, 25. Paul believed that God's truth must be caught as well as taught. He modulated the Christian life and encouraged others to do the same. The book of Philippians is a kind of thank you letter to the Philippians Christian for their renewed finance support of Paul's ministry. Verse 13, while a favorable favorite of many is often taken 
out of content. What is the content of great verse? Christ can give strength to be content both in times of need and in times of plenty. Paul and Tyler experience with the Philippians had been positive. Those people had been very consistent in supporting Paul. Point out Philippians, Macedonians, and Thessalonians on the map. Focus on verse 17. Note that giving is beneficial to the donor as well as to the Pacifican. Prefer to Acts 20, 35, and 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. Paul was happy that the Philippian had been blessed through giving to him. Paul mentioned his Curtis Curtly in Philippians 4.18, preferred to 2.25, which also mentioned Ephrodias. That's how I pronounce it. As well as the Philippian has caused Paul to rejoice, discuss ways in which God can use us to bless others. Could anyone tell us some way, just one way that God can, could, that we can bless others? It says, discuss in ways in which God can use us to bless others. Could anyone tell us one thing about that? How God can use us to bless others? It well, be- I believe that one of the ways that God can use us to bless others is that sometimes we encounter people that may not know Christ the way that we know him, or maybe in this season of their life, you know, they may be a little down, you know, life is beating them up. And when we are steadfast in the word of God, when we stay filled up on the word and in fellowship with God, he can give us a word to lift a day. So being constant in season and out of season with being able to speak a word, keeping God's word on our tongue, amen, is a way to be able to uplift someone. And also um, when people see us go through our trials and they see that we go through in fellowship with God, praising him, giving thanks for all things, that's also a witness to the onlookers, amen, praise God. Amen. So they can go through and fellowship and in worship as well. I mean, that's just one way. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. Because today, when Apostle Asia preached, she asked us the question, "What is our motive?" And I got so much out of that. I couldn't help from out of that service today that I can't help from mentioning it again. Could anyone tell me what the word rejoice means? Well, rejoice means glad, happiness. And what God is saying in the lesson today, even when we're going through our trials and tribulations, still be glad, rejoice. The Lord say rejoice in the Lord always. The scriptures say rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. No matter what we go through, we still have to rejoice in God. Because we know God's going to bring us through. Even if we just, just, just have joy, Amen. peace, love, happiness. 
And here it says learning contentment. Anyone tell me what that word means, contentment? Okay. I'm thinking that contentment means to be satisfied. Amen. That's what it says in the dictionary. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. Amen. Okay, we're going to go to the question. Would anyone take number five? What kind of thoughts should dominate a Christian mind? What kind of thoughts should dominate a Christian mind? That's number five. Number five, God peace surpasses all human understanding. Anxious thoughts can cloud our thinking so that we see no way out of our problem. God peace, however, is more than enough for any situation in our life. No worries can withstand the power of God peace. I like that word power. Because Amen. Us power, He give us love. He give us peace, and He God in our hearts. Again, Apostle mentioned that again this morning to God. Some people God their hearts, and I heard someone tell me that a couple of weeks ago that she was God in her heart. You know, that word peace just keep coming up. Would someone like to take number six? It says, how has the Philippians demonstrated their love and concern for Paul? That's number six. Well, amen. Amen, Apostle. Yeah, because God wanted his people to think about things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and good report. These are the kinds of things that should apply also to us today, Christian. Number 10, how did Paul describe the Philippians' gifts? Could anyone tell me that? How did Paul describe the Philippians' gifts? The example gift supplies poor need abundantly. Moreover, their gift was an acceptable and pleasing sacrifice to God. By giving to God's servant, Paul, they were really giving to the Lord himself. That is so beautiful. That's just like paying our tithes. I love this lesson today. Do anybody want to um, speak on number 10? Okay, let's go to number seven. How did Paul explain the Christian concept of content, content, contentment? That's number seven. Let me pronounce it, say that again. How did Paul explain the Christian concept of contentment? Would anyone like to explain that? Okay, whether his future meant Prosperity or poverty, pain or gain, Paul knew that he could find his strength in God. Exhortable, 
power. That word power is coming up again. He was not facing the channels alone, but with God. He did not depend on his personal resource or even on any Christian, such as the Philippians, but on the Lord. Paul only depend on God, no matter what the situation was. Do anyone agree with me on that? Amen. Did I say number one? Amen. Number one. How did Paul emphasize his channels channels to rejoice? How did Paul emphasize his channels to rejoice? That's number one. Would anyone want to take that? Okay, I think it was by repeating the word rejoice twice and by placing it as the first word and the last word of the exhortation, Paul made emphasis his call to joy. He wanted to be sure that his message of rejoicing would not be overlooked or misunderstood. Did we do number two? No, I don't think so. Would anybody like to take number two? What attitude were the Philippians to maintain towards other people? What attitude were the Philippians to maintain towards other people? Paul, therefore, went on to extort the Philippians to manifest moderation or gentleness to others. Just as they were to rejoice in the Lord at all times, so they were to be gentle to all peoples. Once again, this response runs countable to human nature. Would anyone like to tell us a little bit of, of what they got out of the lesson today just by us reading the scriptures? Um, just to have like a certain nature when you're in Christ so that is visible to other people that you are a Christian and you follow God and so that you're basically living a life for Christ. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Nakia. Thank you so much. What a nice share. Learning contentment. I learned something today myself through this Sunday school lesson and also through the, the service on today. Like Apostle Urza say, Urza say she got a revelation. I got a revelation too. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. So class, when we going through, I know it's not easy and it's hard, but try to just rejoice in the Lord and remember what Paul said. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, he said, rejoice in the Lord. He was telling the Philippians that. And remember also something that happened when the Philippians gave Paul gifts. They wasn't just giving it to Paul. They was also giving it to God. And I like that because we, 
we need to be more like that too and think more like that. Would anybody else like to share besides a Pastor Nikki? Would anybody else like to share what they got out of the lesson today? Okay. Will anyone volunteer to do the altar call? Okay, Romans 10, 9 to 11. And this part of the service is for the ones that want to be saved and for the ones that backslide, but they want to come back to their first love, which is God. I'm reading Romans 10, 9 to 11. That if thou shalt confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart, that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with thy heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with thy mouth confess is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. So if you want to be saved, just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I believe that your son Jesus died on the cross and rose on the third day. I want to be saved. Lord, I'm asking you to save me, and I will serve you the balance of my life in Jesus' name. Now, if you repeated that prayer, you are saved. If you don't have a church home, you can join us over here. We're online right now, but you can call in the same number that you just called into. And we'll be glad to have you here. If you don't want to come here, you can find you some church building, because we are the church, to go to get God's word. And for the backslider, you know the way. We welcome you back, just like the angels in heaven are rejoicing for each person that got saved today. We are rejoicing. We are so happy. We are so happy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to do the offering. We all can participate in this part of the service. This is our tithes and offering. Beloved, let us give cheerfully and bountifully in the word of God. We can give cash app, dollar sign, CSDC12, Zell Cornerstone Delivering Church at gmail.com. Website, www.cornerstonedeliveringchurch.com. You can send a check or money order and you can endorse it to Cornerstone Delivering Church, P.O. Box 114-3, Edenton, North Carolina, Edenton, E-D-E-N-T-O-N, North Carolina, 27932. Beloved, receive the blessing of the Lord for all that you have given according to how it is written unto you in the word of God. He that supplied the seed to the sower is right now multiplying your seed that you will have all that you need for Every occasion, receive it, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Would anyone like to volunteer to close us out? If they could. 
I'll volunteer. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for this Sunday school, and we thank you for the Sunday school facilitator, O God, that you have poured poured out through on this day, O God. We ask that you refresh and replenish Mother Evangelist Roberts, O God. We thank you for her service, O God, to the kingdom of God and unto us, O God. Lord, we ask that you watch over us and keep us, O God. Just give us the grace, O God, to follow through your word, even as the Apostle Paul taught the Corinthians, O God. Lord, let us be a good steward, O God, and walk in Mm. obedience to what it is that we have learned on today. Even though we leave this line and we leave the presence of each other, but we never leave from the presence of God. May God watch over you, may he keep you, and may you continue to walk in all truth in Jesus' name. Beloved, you are blessed. Let us go in peace and serve the Lord. Agape love. Agape love. Agape love.